Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp here, managing editor of Fightful.com, here for a quick Fightful MMA podcast. I'm flying solo. I originally wasn't going to do a show because we had NXT TakeOver War Games, but it ended way before UFC Australia did. This is the longest UFC show ever, I believe, at least the longest 13-fight uh, UFC show ever. It was not that exciting. Um I don't know how how else to put it. It just wasn't that great of a show. Uh, shout out to David Tease for doing the coverage, man. You're you're a soldier, my dude. But let's let's go ahead and get into it. The broadcast hasn't even really went off yet. I'm I'm still I'm doing this show as Fabrice Overdoom is doing his his post fight promo. But he he molly whopped Marcin Tybura. He used his defense. He fought like a world champion would in a situation where he knew that he couldn't lose. Marcin Tybura, this was a big opportunity for him. He got almost an upgrade in an opponent from Mark Hunt to to Fabricio Verdum, and he just didn't deliver. He couldn't pull the trigger. He couldn't get anything going. Fabricio Verdum was able to mix it up, uh, use technical striking, use his defense, which he really needed to do, uh, threaten the takedown frequently, and that that's the Fabricio Verdum game. That's the type of game you got to play. If uh, you are him, and that, that's what he did, and he's got himself in line. Originally, like ahead of even earlier this year, I wasn't that hot on Verdum being in the, the title conversation because, you know, he he had that one win over Travis Brown. And he didn't fight again for like ten months. Then he lost to Alistair Overeem, and it was a close decision and all that, but. He lost to Stipe Miocic like, with such a dumb performance. It was just such a baffling performance. I didn't want him back in the title conversation. But over the past month and a half, he's gotten back on the horse in quick fashion. Now, neither one of these opponents I would consider world caliber, even though Tibera is a top 10 UFC heavyweight. If you're a heavyweight, you just got to piece together a few wins to get there. For Tybura, that was you know his he had beaten Arlovsky, Enrique, and Pesta back to back to back after getting beat by Timothy Johnson. He's gonna slide back a little bit, but it's nothing too bad. No, I don't think many expected him to to beat Fabricio Verdum. But uh hats off for him for not not turning down the opponent on a, like maybe about a month notice or so. Jessica Rose Clark defeated Beck Rawlings. This is a close fight, messy fight. All of these fights in the women's 125-pound division mean something to me because you never know how somebody's going to perform when they're they're in a new weight division. Like 
for all I know, Beck Rawlings could move to 125 and be a world beater. Like Robert Whitaker never showed that promise at 170. He moved to 185, and all of a sudden that same skill set that he had translated just exceptionally well. It, it's just that's just how it works out sometimes. Jessica Rose Clark got the nod here. Bilal Muhammad defeated Tim Means by split decision. This was a big win for Bilal Muhammad. He called out Colby Covington after the fight and had you if you Check out our Fightful.com exclusives. You kind of saw him tip that hand to Fightful.com's James Lynch last week when we interviewed him, or when James interviewed him, rather. Everybody's going after Colby Covington, and you guys can check out the news update video that I did on YouTube in regards to Colby Covington because I, I, don't, bl I don't blame people for doing it, and Colby Covington says and does some sick, deplorable things, and I, I didn't think the Sal Paulo stuff was that bad, but definitely some of the stuff that he said, when you've got a code of conduct policy, it's just, it, you can't go out and say stuff like that. So Bilal Muhammad doing the smart thing, calling him out. Also, I wanted to mention this, Kamaru Usman, who many of you know is Showdown Joe's Titan FC broadcast partner, number 12 ranked welterweight in the UFC. He's having trouble with his planned fight at the end of the year. Emel Weber-Meek says that he's having visa issues, and Showdown Joe did an interview with him this weekend, which is up on Fightful.com, another hashtag Fightful exclusive, guys, where he said that he knew a while back that Emil was having visa issues, and that's why he said the fight was pretty much off. He told us that Colby Covington and George Masvidal have both been offered the fight and turned it down. Colby Covington denies that, but we do have that interview up with uh, Kamaru Usman on our YouTube. We do have it over at Fightful.com, FightfulMMA.com. That's under our exclusive section as well. So definitely go check that out. Elias, our boy Elias. I hate saying that because I, I want to remain an objective journalist. And I do have some criticism for him. He got the win. This was a fight that he has been wanting for a long time. He matched up well with Dan Kelly. He attacked that, that old injured leg of Daniel Kelly and now Elias has won three of four. He hasn't finished a fight since 2015, though, early 2015. He's a plodding, cerebral fighter, and he's very messy. I, I, I really feel like if Elias gets in there with some technical strikers, he may run into some trouble. But the thing is, he makes it so messy for people. He makes it so confusing. It's really, really tough to train for a guy like Elias Theodoru. Forget the beautiful hair. It's just that awkward style. Like I've not seen anybody with a style that awkward, and he employs it and makes it work. And you know he ain't getting any any bonuses by any means. But I mean he's he's getting his seventy thousand bucks when he gets his thirty four to win, thirty four to show. However much Reebok's paying him, and. I think that he would rather go for that guaranteed 34-34 than that, that maybe 50. Either way, Elias now 6-2 and two in the UFC. 8-2 uh, and two if you include the Ultimate Fighter. He moves on to 14-2 and two career, 16-2 and two as a pro. Or 16-2 and two if you include the Ultimate Fighter. Daniel Kelly's 40 years old. He's dropped his last two fights. He had that like Cinderella run almost where he defeated Rashad Evans, who's moving back to light heavyweight, by the way. 
Chris Camozzi, Shoeface. That's so weird to think that he beat Shoeface. It was in Australia. So who knows what Shoeface went through when he he did that. But he had those four straight wins. He had he went six of seven. But he's ran into Derek Brunson and Elias Theodoru and not been able to get past them. Jake Matthews. Ooh, 23 years old, man. 23 years old, and he is like you you look at his record in the UFC and you're like all right well maybe maybe he's not as good as Sean's going to crack him up to be he's one to watch the future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly but then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about that's why we've created the hefty renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials to participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. At welterweight. Add welterweight. Watch out for him. He he tried to cut to lightweight. It just wasn't working for him. And I think he's like something like 6-0, and 7-0 at 170 pounds. He moved back after dropping fights to Kevin Lee and Andrew Holbrook. He was able to take home a split decision victory tonight. Ryan Benoit, huge head kick. My God, that's up on Fightful.com. Go check out the video of that gross head kick. Uh, Tui, Tui Vasa, a uh, big KO with a flying knee after he set it up. With that that leg kick, if you can get a sweeping leg kick on a guy and they fall down, run at them with that knee just like he did. And it, it's gonna be it's gonna be night night. As long as they're up, you're good. Frank Camacho, Damian Brown. Camacho was one of many guys who missed weight on this show. We interviewed him at Fightful and he acted like the, the weight cut was gonna be fine. James Lynch always asks about that just in case. That way he can go back afterwards and say, What was up with that weight cut after all? Didn't work out so good, but this fight worked out very well. Now, here's the thing. I would imagine this was a fight of the night, but Camacho missed weight, so I don't know if he's eligible, and that's got to be horrible for Damian Brown, who not only lost this fight, but maybe his fight isn't eligible for fight of the night now because of Camacho. If I am Damian Brown, I'm upset, man, because this was a bloodbath. It was a great fight, good back-and-forth, messy bout. Nick Lentz defeated Will Brooks by submission. Haven't got the chance to watch all of this, but I did see the submission. Man, the story of Will Brooks in the UFC is a sad one. Like, he came into the UFC with all this fanfare from Bellator, and he, he was on that hot streak. He defeated Michael Chandler twice, Marcin Held, Dave Jansen, Syed Awad, all these solid or really exceptional fighters, and he got the, had that boring fight against Ross Pearson. And it's just gotten worse and worse and worse from there, like, the Alex Oliveira fight, I don't hold that one against him really because Alex Oliveira missed weight by six, by like five or six pounds. He, Will Brooks was fighting a welterweight. Charles Oliveira, the standing rear naked choke, what are you going to do about it? That's He got, he got caught. This one, 
He left his head there, and he got choked out. Three straight losses. I get the feeling he's going to get another chance. I don't think that he's going to get cut after this loss, but but yeah, it's it's one of those things. Like he he wanted in the UFC. I don't think the UFC was like begging to get him in there, despite his eighteen and one record and all of his accomplishments, his his Bellator tournament win and all that. But he wanted to be there. I believe he rejected overtures by Bellator to stay there. So that, that'll be something to keep your eye on. Nadia Kasim defeated Alex Chambers. This was not a good technical fight. It was a miserable technical fight, but a very fun fight to watch. She defeated Alex Chambers. I was shocked that, that Nadia couldn't get this, this triangle one, but she's very young. She's going to get a lot better. And what this fight showed me is the amount of heart that she had, fighting off her back, not giving up, willing to fight until the bell. After uh, it didn't open up so great for her, but that was a very good look at a young star, and she looked nervous. Like when they do the shadow boxing at twenty percent for the UFC uh, pre-fight reels, she looked nervous. Then she was like, "What am I doing? Should I be here?" And that's that's just my interpretation of it. I'm not saying that's how she was, but ended up winning the fight. She missed weight as well. That sucks. Like four people missed weight. Eric Shelton gained a win, too. We interviewed him at Fightful.com. Send in any questions that uh, you guys might have before I wrap this up. Anthony Hamilton lost. He fought like a month ago and retired right afterwards and then took this fight. Man, the guy just, it's time to hang him up. And this isn't a situation where if he leaves, he'll be getting offers from like Bellator and stuff. Like he's lost four fights in a row. He lost by a knockout a month ago in three or less than 30 seconds. He lost earlier this year in three minutes by a knockout. He got tapped out in under two minutes, like 11 months ago. He just, it's, it's a, he's had a rough go of it. And it's, I don't see him at 37, even though he's a heavyweight improving on that. I I don't, I don't see it happening. We've spoken about it on the Holy Smokes MMA podcast prior, but, it's time for him, from a safety perspective, maybe to, to hang it up. Also, on Fightful.com's YouTube, we have an interview with Jose or Jose Shorty Torres where he said that if he won last night, the UFC told him to give them a call and they'd figure something out. He did win last night. That's something that you all got to keep your eyes on. Joe had a lot of interviews with a lot of different guys last night. Uh, we'll do continual updates let me know what kind of mma stuff you all want to see me do news updates for the pro wrestling stuff that's easy for me to figure out like something for me to accompany uh, an article with i just pop through new those videos mma is a little bit different i mean we are primarily known for our wrestling content but i want to get that playing a little more even uh that's why we brought on the likes of showdown joe and james lynch and uh, i'm seeking out interviews from guys and we're doing post shows and I didn't pass up doing this show as well because I could have just just went to bed. That is a thing, but I wanted to give you all a quick rundown of this show. Somebody says that Tibera's striking looked a bit sloppy. Yeah, it did. It really did. Did they not know how to pronounce Benoit? They botched his name the whole fight. It's pronounced a little bit differently depending on where you go in Canada sometimes from what I understand. C. Phoenix says he did do a post-UFC show. You're a machine, SRS. 
yeah, I'm not opposed to doing these solo whenever whenever available. I know that Joe had the trip to and from Florida, and he's Joe's got a lot of work coming up soon, guys. A lot of uh, outside ventures going on. So, uh, shout outs to Joe, and he was still able to get us some great content uh, for our for Fightful.com and FightfulMMA.com. Head over to Fightful.com. Use our forums. Check out the videos, photos, all that stuff. But let me know in the comments, what did you think of this show? Did you watch it all? Did you care about it? It was a real long show, a lot of decisions. And let me know what kind of video updates you want to see at Fightful.com on the MMA side. Don't forget to share, like, subscribe, thumbs up. All that stuff really helps. I want to thank you guys so much for joining me after a long night. Our NXT TakeOver War Games podcast is up. And it's available on audio. I'm going to upload the audio of this as well. Thank you guys so much. Follow me at Sean Ross app. Follow us at Fightful Online. Cross-platform. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Whenever I update it. Till next time, guys. We're out. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.